Hello, welcome to The Intimate Factor, where we discuss God's truths about love, money, and life, bringing intimacy in a way you never thought. I'm Stephanie Smith, and we're going through this journey of love like you've never known before. Hello, hello, my Intimate Factor family. Um, we are recording today, and I really wanted to kind of start at the beginning, You know, it's like we always talk about love, 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 intimacy, 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 but it's like, okay, what does that really mean? I know I've done a few podcasts on like intimacy and love, you know, but it really starts with God and his love for us and love for his people. And even the things that sometimes we don't think is love many times ends up being so I'm going to start again in the beginning, and I'm going to be starting from Genesis 22, 1 through 14. Now, I'm not going to read the whole scripture, but I'm going to give you kind of a gist of it. Because here's the thing. I want to relate it to the times in life where we think God is absolutely crazy and asking us to do some things that may cause, may seem like a true sacrifice. But in fact, he has another thing in mind that we may not see at the moment but many times his love because of our obedience to move in the thing he asked us to sometimes he asks us to move with the thing very things we love so the one scripture I'm going to focus on is uh, a verse that I'm going to focus on through this is verse 2 now this is the story when Abraham is asked to take his son his promised son Isaac onto the mountain and take use him as a sacrifice this is something God said to him God said take now your son your only son whom you love Isaac and go to the land of Moriah and offer him there as a burnt offering on one of the mountains in which I tell you now okay Isaac was, now God said this very specifically. He said, your son, only son in whom you love. Because Isaac was the promised one. He was the one that, you know, Melchizedek and the promises of God all were about. This is the son that God gave Abraham. This is the one that he loved. It's not that the, he didn't love Ishmael. Ishmael was his son, yes, but he was not the promise. He was not the promise of many stars in the sky and the sands and the sea. He wasn't the promise. Isaac was the promise. So going on further in the scripture, Abraham even asked Isaac to get the wood for his own sacrifice. So there was, I can only imagine as a father, the con- just the countenance of Abraham and be like, okay, I have to not really let him see how bad I feel or see how upset I am because I have to follow God. I have to be obedient. Now we think that's nuts. You're going to you're going to go up onto a mountain and burn your son? Are you crazy? But I have to believe that Abraham thought, I know my God better than this. Why would he give me a promise and take it away? Why would he and many times as as people of God or just people out there, we get into these situations that's like, 
God, this you gave me this. You 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 promised me this. You promised me my children and you promised me uh, my job and now you're asking of me the finances in which you gave me. You're asking of me now for the life of my child and it's like it as we're getting ready and a lot of us don't get ready. We're like, "Nah, God, that's my that's my promise." Instead of believing that there's something greater. You know, and it's like one of the things that God promised Abraham was that he would make his descendants, excuse me, the um as many as the stars, the sands and the sea. He would make his generations great through Isaac. So there had to be a better plan. So when we get into a situation that seems like God, you gave this to me. You you promised me my family and you promised me this and you promised me that God is not a God that he's not. He is not a man that he should lie. He is not somebody who would go back on his word. He is not a person to do that. He's not a man to do that. So how is it that sometimes what is required of us is so sacrificial? Why is our time, our efforts, our families, our money, and our, our jobs, our life, our mind, our spirit is so sacrificial? Why does it have to be that way? Well, it's preparing you for greater. Imagine God asked you to lose some of your money and give it to somebody for orphanage or give it to, and you have this attitude, well, he drives a better car than I do, or you know, I don't know what he does with his money. I don't, you know, what, whatever it may be. Or better yet, there's a homeless man tapping on your window for a dollar. You know, I don't know what he, he probably just gonna go drink. And God says, give it to him. Sacrifice. Honestly, a dollar for many of us is not sacrificial. If it's a sacrifice for you, then definitely do it. There are times where there have been times in my life. I look at the money in my wallet and go, God, I, I this is for my milk. This is for you know, this has been in the past for my milk. And, and it's like, God says, give it anyway. And I do. And he has always provided because the sacrifice at the moment seemed dreary, dreary, but in the end, it prospered me. So here it is. Abraham is asked, being asked to sacrifice his son. They have to go to a whole nother land because now I believe that God knew that if mama got involved, it was going to happen. So, or if the cousins got involved, it was not going to happen. So he had to take them to a different place. Oh my God, I felt that. So many times when God is asking us to sacrifice something that we love, he has to take us out of the atmosphere and the loved ones around us so that he can do a work in us. So what it, what it seems so sacrificial becomes a blessing because now we're not, we don't have people who are hindering what he wants to do. So here it is. They're walking up the mountain and I can only imagine the conversation and, and I've even heard comedians, I've heard other, you know, ministers and pastors talk about, I can only imagine what's going on in the conversation going up the mountain. Hey dad, where's the lamb? Where's the lamb? Where's the sacrifice? I know we're doing a sacrifice to God. You know, and he he was a young lad. So it's like, he knows. He knows what his father has done as sacrifices to the Lord. He understood the presence of God. So it's like, well, well, well how's God going to 
how are you going to bring the presence with the sacrifice when we don't have a lamb? So here it is. Now he's laying on the altar. You know, they have the wood all together. And now his dad's like, hey, lay down. But there was something that trickled in the generational blessing is Isaac obeyed. Just as Abraham obeyed God, Isaac obeyed Abraham and laid on the altar. He didn't fuss. Well, we don't know exactly what happened, but I believe that not, this is my own revelation, that because Abraham was so faithful to God and Isaac was the promise of that faithfulness, Isaac understood the cost. So it wasn't just Abraham getting a blessing. God also needed to know that Isaac loved him too. So here it is. Abraham has a knife over Isaac's head and the angel's like, stop, don't do it. Because not only Abraham, but also Isaac, both of them showed obedience. Both of them understood sacrifice and both of them showed the love of God. So there was a ram in the bush and they sacrificed appropriately. So today is just, whom do you love? What do you love? Now, some of you are young and play video games. Okay. Do you wake up in the morning, turn on the game before you read your word? How much of a sacrifice is it for your day to take 10 minutes and read your word? How much is it for those who say they love God and they seek God and they understand God to spend time with him? To spend time with God. It's not that hard. It's like, well, I, I have so much to do. I have so much to do. I have so much to do. You don't have that much to do that you can't spend time with God. See, there are two things in life that most people don't like to sacrifice. Money and time. We seem of them to be so precious and we act like we can control them. When in all actuality, you make money work for you and time has never been ours to handle. So you have to put your priorities straight in those times. So what can you do in this time for a sacrificial offering for a greater purpose? What is your sacrificial offering that'll set your family in motion for generational blessings, for generational health? All of the doctors want to say you have this family history of diabetes and and a heart disease and cancer. But what what does your sacrifice look like so that doesn't happen? Hey, what does it look like? What is your sacrifice so that generational curses are broken? What is your sacrifice? So your kids can see the alignment of the will of God. What is your sacrifice? Because whatever he's asking you to sacrifice is always for something better. He wasn't going to allow Isaac to die. He was a promise. He was a promise. What sacrifices that have been brought before you by the Lord that don't make sense? Why do I have to sacrifice my time for that? God, I don't like those people. Why do I have to sacrifice my money even though they have whatever? 
it's not of the point of what the other person has. It's the point of your sacrificial obedience that allows God to move. There are many out there who have been asking God, what next, what next, what next? And he has shown you the sacrificial plan that he has for you. But because you don't want to step into that sacrificial place, it's not going to open up the gates of blessings over your life. There are per, there are words that are spoken in the atmosphere of your life that can't even be released until of this sacrificial love to God. So as we have this moment really take it even as you're listening to this when you are done listening to this I really want you to sit there and be like God what sacrifice have I detoured from that is blocking my blessing what have I not done whom have I let in the way when you're calling me to over here and I'm not going and everybody where I live right now is 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 just in my ear and they're saying all the wrong things. You even had to take Abraham out of where he was at and take him up to a mountain that was called. So not only did he have to take him out, he had to take him up. Not only did he take Abraham out, he took him up. Up into a, mant- a mountain where God could see and hear clearly what he was doing but also so Abraham and Isaac could see clearly what God was doing if you're going to the next level in God it's only as deep as this what are you willing to sacrifice for the next sometimes it seems impossible But for man, it is. But for God, it never is. So I leave you with that today. I leave you with the sacrificial love of God. Because at the end of the day, he sacrificed his son. So Abraham wouldn't have to. And even though it seems odd that Abraham wouldn't have to and Jesus is so many thousands of years ahead but God already knew so I bless you all God bless you all I love you all so much you can find us The Intimate Factor on Facebook and Instagram at Intimate Factor if you have any questions or comments, you can definitely e- reach out to us at email at intimatefactor at gmail.com. And remember, the Intimate Factor is a place where we learn how to be intimate like we never are before. Thank you again for joining. <laughs>